of time. The Lord took me to a place and I saw the great prophets of the Bible. I saw Elijah, Elisha. I saw all the prophets of the Old Testament. I saw the Apostle John, the martyrs. And they had all been told of the Lord to stick their hands into the sands of time. As I watched them, they would pick up a shoebox. One of was the Apostle Paul. And he brought this shoebox up and he said, It's my time. The Apostle Paul believed what's going to happen now was going to happen in his time. And he opened the shoebox and it was empty. And so another prophet come behind him. And the Lord says, stick your hands in the sand of time. Every prophet have all believed it was going to take place in their time. And it did to a measure because all the wisdom is down here now come through these men. And each one of them added something to the sands of time. It came my time and he said, put your hands in the sands of time and pull up the shoebox. And I said, oh, my Lord, everybody else has done it. And there were empty shoeboxes. And he said, do as I've told you. So I put my hands in the sands of time and I put the shoebox up. And I opened it. And I was very shocked. For it had letters in it. And it said, Greetings, you have been inducted into the army of God. But these white envelopes, these induction notices, they didn't have a stamp on it. And at this time, uh, in the United States, if I remember right, it cost 11 cents, I believe, to mail a letter. And the Lord says, I will mail these letters when it costs 20 cents to mail a letter. Well, nobody believed this. Because in the States at that time, nobody believed that stamps would ever go up again. For it had gone up from 3 cents to 11. But then on October the 13th of 81, it cost 20 cents to mail a letter. And the Lord said, Everyone that was conceived that was in the womb or nine months before was literally the army of the Lord. The first would be leaders and the second would be the greatest army that nothing could stop. And when they reach the age of maturity, I'm going to begin to release them in power. They're an army that is my army, and they cannot be stopped. I will arm them out of my armory in heaven. There's no gift that I will deny them. They will literally pull down the warehouse of God, and they'll have no fear of the enemy whatsoever. These are the ones that will glorify me beyond anything that's ever been. For they are mine. They will represent me in my holiness, in my compassion. And this is what's getting ready to happen. An army of youth that isn't afraid to die for Christ. When you're not afraid to die, Satan has no control over you.
of my armory in heaven. There's no gift that I will deny thee. They will literally, they will pull down the warehouse of God. The warehouse of God. And they'll have no fear. They'll have no enemy whatsoever. They are mine. They will represent me in my holiness, in my compassion. And this is what's getting ready to happen. What's getting ready to happen. An army, an army of that isn't afraid to die for Christ. When you're not afraid to die, Satan has no control over you at all. You become a holy terror to him. Holy terror, terror, terror to him. If you're happy and you know it, and your face really show it, clap your hands. Clap your hands. Hallelujah, man. That's a, that's a lot of people in the glory. <laughs> oh, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we love you, Lord. You are good to your people, Israel. You have remembered all your promises. <laughs> and we don't even know how to use these things because we're so high today. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of glory in bloopers. <laughs> I was watching a video documentary on this church last night that has two million dollars in uh, professional broadcasting equipment. They even have like the whole Mandalorian LED background <laughs> for their cinema cameras. They have ten cinema cameras in there. And they only have a church of 4,000 people. I said, man, that's what 4,000 givers looks like? Two million dollar Hollywood Warner Brothers television broadcasting set? That's when the began to pray for businessmen to be loyal to Zion and not Babylon. And I know there are some, but there aren't many. You gotta pioneer it. Some of you are businessmen pioneering loyalty to Zion and not Babylon. That's really gonna shake the devil up. The Holy Ghost was saying to me during Bob Jones' Sands of Time, he says, the living water is the place of victory. 
No, you're warring from a place of victory. You're not warring for victory. Born of water is ultimate victory. The release of the water is being above and not below. As long as you're releasing water, which means your spirit is piercing your heart, you're always above. But if you're in the dry place and you're not operating out of your spirit and your spirit's not piercing through the flesh of your heart, you are from below. That's a tech non-Christian. Most Christians live a below reality. We need to get everyone, every believer on the planet, in the above reality, which is learning how to release water through the heart. <laughs> Notice that the day of dawn and the dawning of day in 2 Peter 1.19 is simply the morning star rising in the heart. What about the brain? Brain don't matter. Brain don't matter at all. In fact, it's not even mentioned in there for the overcomer. Unimportant. It's important in false Christianity. It's completely and totally irrelevant in real Christianity. Jesus never even mentioned the mind in the Gospels, only the heart. Study the scriptures. It's not in there. Only the heart. Because once you pierce the heart, everything in the realm of the dead just gets completely flabbergasted. Gets drowned. Sovereignty is given to you at birth. The issue is, did you get a callous tart from a religious spirit, from a poverty spirit, or a people-pleasing spirit, which is the Antichrist, after he believed in Jesus? Most do. So that's why you gotta return to your first love. What is returning to your first love? Hallelujah. Let's see if I can lose my voice every single night preaching this week. <laughs> Man, the glory is just getting so epic. Hallelujah. The water is just getting so strong. Coming into a place of knowing the water not as a river but as a torrent through the piercing of our own hearts and the mind living in the awe of the full release. The brain anchored in the water and liking it. I like the water. I like the superiority of the spirit. Coming into a place of maturity like King David who says that my my brain and my flesh long for the living God. I like the dominion of the spirit over my flesh. My flesh doesn't need to be in charge. My brain doesn't need to be in charge. I don't like the devil or his kingdom or his ways. I like the kingdom of heaven's ways. I like the ways of the Lamb of God. I like the ways of the apostolic and the prophetic that drowned Babylon's ways. There is a release of living water through your pierced heart. So the word of God's going to go forth tonight as a sword into the heart for one reason to get water out when the water comes out you're having dominion when the water stays within no dominion no authority powerless naked in the garden what does it mean to be naked in the garden god the father's words to adam and eve in genesis without water without living water without glory you're no longer clothed in the waters of heaven now you gotta go grow stuff from the waters of earth and clothe yourself. <laughs> you freaking ragamuffin. And you're gonna dress like a lumberjack for time, times, and half a time, and eventually be restored to angelic haute couture. Amen. That's a prophecy for someone. 
But Brandon, I am a lumberjack. That's okay. There's lumberjack angels. Just let that one hit the person behind you. Hallelujah. We're not even going to talk about the scriptures that refer to demons tonight. I'm just switch out of that mode. We don't need that. We need a piercing of the heart. The water is the authority of the above realm. The Bible talks about the waters above the sky. Seated with Christ in heavenly places is the reality of your water. Out of your belly will flow what? Water. So what is that reality? It's the kingdom realm. The kingdom realm is experienced from your heart and mind by drinking the water of your own spirit kind. That rhymed. <laughs> Don't you guys love the message translation? Getting messed up on the message. I know there's a verse in here that will give us great cheer. Hallelujah. Genesis 2.5 At the time God made earth and heaven You believe that? Before any grasses or shrubs had sprouted from the ground God hadn't yet sent rain on earth. There was no weather. Garden of Eden didn't have any weather. Isn't that cool? Nor was there anyone around to work the ground. The whole earth was watered by underground springs. That's going to be fun. We're going to restore the earth into a seven times greater Eden. One of the greatest promises in the Bible, what's already in your spirit that you're piercing through your hearts right now and renewing your minds for spirit superiority is that what was lost in Eden, you restore sevenfold. There's a sevenfold restoration on the seventh day to what Adam and Eve had. On the seventh day, you get seven times more than the original timeline of Adam and Eve when they stepped out of the garden. Now the garden stepped into you. So all the wisdom of the ages is the, material, the materialization of the river of that garden through man's heart. You understand that? Every generation had a building block. They built. Wisdom was the building block. Wisdom's waters came through men and women's hearts in every timeline and added to Eden's restoration. You're not going back to the book of Acts, you're going back to the Garden of Eden. There's no revival in the book of Acts. You're in book of Acts chapter 299 right now. It's true. This is chapter 299 being written today by scribe angels. It's the preaching of Noah. You're in the time of the book of Acts of the pierced ones, the pierced hearts whose spirits speak by the voice of many waters, proclaiming the coming floods in the time of Noah. You're at the very end, and the waters are already being released. They're invisible. 
but they're visible to the angelic. That's why you're persecuted, mis misunderstood, mistreated, and they weep and gnash their teeth. And it's very difficult to get people loyal to the water when it contradicts every single thing they've been taught in the seven metal mountains. The seven metal mountains are the seven mountains of Babylon the Great. That's loyal to Babylon. Loyalty to the seven mountains is loyalty to the fallen angels. Read the book of Enoch. Seven mountains are metal. They can only melt like wax by the presence of the Lord on Zion. The answer to the seven mountains of the seven-headed beast who sits upon those mountains and the whore of Babylon, which is spirituality of the soul, charismatic witchcraft, Jezebel, it's true. The answer to it is that people get into Zion, the internal mountain, and learn how to drown her. Drowning the brain, drowning the heart, personally, adds to the universal floods. If you're a pioneer, it's because you're bringing living water from your spirit through your own heart. You're a squirt gun. <laughs> the greatest promise that I will pour forth through you like a river of glory. That your heart will just get completely circumcised for your spirit to manifest God the Father. It's not his glory, it's himself. Behold, he comes like the rain. Jesus Christ's second coming, he said, would be like the days of Noah. I'm coming as the water. I'm restoring Eden as water. I'm not coming in the physical form that the false teachers preach. I'm coming with water. I am the water. And anyone not in the water is not bringing Jesus and is not at all a part of the second coming. Huge correction there. Hope you got that because it's biblical and that's why you've had so many people just lost teaching nonsense over the years. When you become a living water river of life fanatic, that's when you become a real Christian. Before then, it was mostly dry, soulish nonsense, types and shadows like the Bible says. We had knowledge, now we have experience, which is wisdom. Now we know how to bring the water. Now we know how to baptize nations. Now we're not clueless sand creatures, clueless sand Christians. Now we know in the flow of the heavenly glow. Now we're in the river, drunk, satisfied, crucified, pierced hearts, and we're letting the water speak. We're letting the water talk. We're letting the water walk. We're letting the water rule because the water is Jesus Christ and he's not present on earth in any other way. I am coming like the days of Noah. They asked Jesus, what will your second coming be? What do you say? Water. I'm going to water the heavens, drown the heavens. Days of Noah, he drowned the heavens. I'm going to drown the sun, I'm going to drown the sky, I'm going to drown the moon. I'm going to drown the clouds. I'm going to drown the weather system and drown man's works. I'm mainly coming as water to drown religion that poses as my religion. That's the main thing we're at war against, false Christianity. And there's a little bit in all of us, so stay humble because you just never know when the water just going to come and drown you. What does the Bible say? Stuff that causes stumbling gets a yoke around the neck and thrown into what? Water. Water is the answer for everything. If there is error, God's correction comes with water. 
If there's false teaching, it just needs to get washed. If there's sin, it just needs to get washed. Wash your garments. You need to wash your clothes. Some of you need to wash your bed sheets. It's disgusting. I can smell you from here. We need to know the Lord as Jehovah Maytag. The Lord is our washing machine. Amen. Jehovah Maytag, praise the Lord of the washers. Or like my grandma Joyce Jenkins said, washers. Wash. The crazy, weird British Columbian accent of the old timers. The washers. That's pretty wild. Here come the washing machines. His banner over us is Jehovah Maytag. I like it. Uh, the deep cycle, someone said. We need the deep. Extra bleach. Just burn the clothes. We want clothes of glory. Stuff that perishes is not God, but how many know that God is infusing that which perishes? So it's no longer corruptible because if he didn't, there'd be no hope for your souls. <laughs> A lot of people don't understand the transition of how the water goes into the realm of the natural and recreates it. The same way you're saved, everything else can be saved. Creation longs for the manifesting sons of God. What does that mean? Creation thirsty for the living water. Because it can only come from redeemed man's spirit. There's no possibility of world peace or the healing of the animals or the healing of nature or the healing of the earth except through man's spirit releasing living water. We need to get totally revelatory of water. Get a water gospel. If your gospel doesn't have water in it, just stop what you're doing and have a drink. Release the angels of living water upon all of you and your regions. Bam! Amen. The government of living waters is the government of the flood. The Bible says the throne of God rests on the flood, which means there's no actual kingdom unless it comes with a drowning of the substance of water. The primary preaching and teaching of those relevant of God's throne room that are true prophets are talking about the flood. They're going to be talking about the water. Noah preached the flood was coming. The rains are going to come. The springs are going to come. You're going to have weather. Things are going to change. The earth is going to change for several hundred years, which represents those that practice righteousness speak the things that are not as though they are and they materialize after a long time. <laughs> after saying the same thing sometimes for decades and decades and decades and only a few select people with great faith that just sacrifice their hearts even experience it. A lot of people don't because they just are in the natural realm. Just naturally minded people and a lot of people are so naturally minded they can't even experience these things. So they're just going to have to wait on those that are spiritual pressing in. Not everyone is spiritual. Have you realized that yet? Some people are natural and they're just going to be in the kitchen cooking banana bread like Martha. I wish everyone's spiritual. It's not reality. Some people just aren't spiritual people. I wish they were, but you're going to drown them in your spirit with your unconditional love. A lot of people are dependent on Gideon's 300. 
There is a dependency on the government. Not everyone is government. The Bible says not everyone's an apostle. Not everyone's a prophet. But everyone is dependent on the apostles and prophets. That's written. That's biblical. They're dependent on Paul. They're dependent. And to not be dependent on the apostolic is to not be connected to the throne of God. Independence from divine leadership in the fivefold of the river of life is guaranteed dry place 1,000% of the time. And you tell people that with their individual Lone Ranger Christianity living in the cave calling themselves prophets and intercessors, they'll weep and gnash their teeth at you. You need a collective. You need to be connected to everyone in your army. There are clans, there are families, there are tribes, and there is one nation, Israel. Nothing else. There's no kingdom of God. There's no Christianity. There's no body and bride of Christ except you be in one nation, Israel. New Testament Christianity to the Israel of God, Galatians 6. Israel of God was the born-again race of those born of spirit and water. So you are a race of Israel in the new covenant Israel. It is written in the word. Now you have tribes and you'll have 12 ephod gemstones on your breastplate, breastplate of righteousness. So you'll be a member, not just of one tribe, but of all 12 tribes formed in your ephod, which is your breastplate of righteousness, which is the piercing of your heart with the waters of God, with the waters of the word, depending on how much your brain wants the word working and doesn't want to work yourself. Because you have two trees in the garden in every decision you make every day until you're only eating off the tree of life. And then your life is much better. <laughs> Most people, it takes decades to wean them off of tree of knowledge because they're entirely carnal. So it takes a long time to rework the brain from tree of knowledge to tree of life. And that's called discipleship, consecration, and being sanctified and purified of soul. It takes a long time. Even the great apostle Paul perhaps the greatest apostle who ever lived, took 14 plus three years in Arabia to get purified, consecrated, and sanctified of soul to have an apostolic witness of his apostolic calling took 17 years to activate. You have a calling? Well, be, now you have 17 years of activation. Get with it. The ones that don't go through the purification, they guaranteed forfeit their calling and destiny 100% of the time. Just because you called to be a great prophet, called to be a great evangelist and pastor and teacher and apostle, we're happy about it. It's imparted in seed form for everyone who ever got anything from God. It comes embryonic, which means it has to be gestated, digested, and consumed of spirit and consumed of heart and made your bone marrow, made flesh. It has to go all the way through the things that God gave you. Unless the seed falls to the ground and dies, it bears no fruit. Your calling will bear no fruit unless it dies in your spirit. And the spirit himself raises it up through your constant sanctification. And that's the tree of life. That's the fivefold in the river. Amen. A lot of people just say, I'm called. Now, to be chosen will cost you your human nature. The chosen are no longer living out of the Adamic. They're living out of the angelic. Completely different kingdoms. So we're transferring our consciousness and intelligence from Adamic brain curse of the fall to angelic reign, blessing of the resurrection and the life. 
which is the intelligence of the living waters that wash away strife and competition and human error that is soulish witchcraft where I'm comparing myself to others in the realm of the natural when there is just one pool of water in every believer's spirit. Why? Because we're bewitched. That's why there's envy and strife amongst each other and we're not yet carnal and babes in Christ that is written. It's because we don't yet know the Father in our spirit as unlimited water unlimited grace not for the soul for the spirit to devour the soul if you want it for the soul it's stolen waters you can get stolen waters if you have a contract with the demon spirit a lot of people go that route only to be destroyed but if you are in covenant with Jesus Christ you will have to annihilate this thing not so much this thing Jesus never talked about the brain this thing he only talked about the heart the crucifying of the heart the cross is for the heart the piercing is for the heart jesus's heart melted in his chest <laughs> when he began his resurrection ministry first thing he did was begin to melt on the road to emmaus his disciples hearts that our hearts not melt within us as we walked with him along the way illuminating the scriptures the sword of the spirit immediately began circumcising disciples hearts to make way for the new race of israel that would bring the living waters out of the new creature in christ amen romans 2 you're not a jew outwardly okay there's no races outwardly that's being bewitched and deceived by satan still it's living in the barbaric dark ages there's no irish there's no african there's no american there's no nationalities they don't exist in the kingdom dimension zero there's only spirit dead or spirit alive loose i rebuke witchcraft bam there is no nationalities in christ zero there's no nationalities outside of Christ either. It's just devils. That's the truth. Just devils. So that's what the enemy is using. Race baiting. They're losing because the waters are winning because the waters come from above. The waters are the already established victories of Jesus Christ. It's going right now through North Minneapolis. It's devouring principality of racism right now the thing struck me in the head as i spoke against it right now my ears started ringing like a bell ringer that's witchcraft because they don't like this message but they're getting eaten the waters will eat them you have to understand the superiority of the spirit you already have it you're not getting it if you think you're gonna get it you're bewitched and you'll never get it you already have it it's in your spirit and your spirit naturally releases living water. Now, if you eat right for your blood type and have heavenly delight, your brain will begin to see your spirit more clearly, which means you have to eat from the tree of life for the mind to realize the glory. You can't eat from the tree of knowledge and ever discover your spirit, but you'll have a spirit and you'll still die and go to heaven, but you won't have great rewards because you never developed the spirit part of you because the heart was superior over the spirit your whole Christian life. That's what we're at war against. A Christianity whose hearts are not pierced, called the Whore of Babylon, they're all believers. The Whore of Babylon is all Christians. Revelation chapter 1, to the kings and priests of earth. The whole book is written to believers only. So to be a member of the Whore of Babylon, you have to be a Christian. Okay? 
Now, to be a member of the Bride of Christ, you obviously have to be a Christian, but what is the difference? One has their spirit piercing out of their heart, is fully spirit. The other one, their heart is not pierced with water. Their spirit is yet underneath the flesh of their heart. They're not circumcised of heart. Circumcision of heart and the manifestation of the sons of God is simply the water of your spirit able to get through the flesh of your physical heart. That's all it is. Two groups of people. The ones whose spirit is out of their heart and the ones whose spirit is under their heart. And that's all Christians on planet Earth right now. Cut and dry. Okay? So how do we get our spirit through our heart? Jesus used his word. He quoted scripture. He taught the scripture. He offended the heart. He hurt the feelings of the heart. He even resorted to name calling. He attacked the heart as a demon. He, he didn't coddle the heart. He wasn't tender and nice to the heart. The devil wants you nice to the heart. It's like basically worshiping Egypt in the throne of Satan when you're kind to the place that's wicked beyond knowing. We're not kind to hearts. We're the sword of the spirit to hearts. We're a cutter to hearts, which is actual agape love, which is why people get offended. False Christianity maintains the heart flap over the spirit. It actually makes it stronger. So it's harder and harder for them to ever be truly spiritual. They have a type of spirituality, but it's Jezebel's type. It's the type that the heart is intact and not pierced with the spirit. That's why they're all bewitched. That's why they don't, their message is irrelevant. It's not the rhema word of God. The, the prophets that are in unity have a pierced heart and are speaking by the voice of many waters. It'll be the same message. You'll always find unity amongst true prophets. I've witnessed this in our ministry, in our prophetic ministry since 2006. There's always a remnant speaking with the waters flowing in from the throne of God on earth. There's always been an apostolic witness. The apostolic witness is the water. The water of the resurrection. The water that raises the dead. The water that washes the dead the spirit and the bride say come and drink this water that you may come alive but it's gonna cost you your heart because there's another river in you that you've been satisfied on that you traded this river for for that river that you're in It's called the river Nile the Nile is the human river Jordan is the Zion River Israel has a river only one the born-again believers have one river. It is the river of life. It is crystal clear and sparkling. Anyone not in it is not practicing Christianity. You can literally say is a non-Christian. They're not a believer. They believe in things. They believe in Jesus. But if you don't believe in the water, it's the only Jesus that's down here. You don't actually believe in Jesus. You have devil faith. Devils believe in Jesus and shudder. So when the water gets around them, they manifest, don't they? They shudder because they have devil faith. They have devil faith in Jesus. Dry place Egyptian Nile faith in God. It's actually demonic faith. The only real faith here on earth is living water faith. It's completely different. It's a different world. That's why the Bible says, come out of her, my people, because everything you've learned apart from the water is a false gospel and a false Jesus. It's Egyptian and it's sorcery. 
and it calluses the heart and actually separates the mind further and further from God to the point where everything they think they know about God is blasphemy. And the Bible predicted it because Jesus knew that Satan would do this to the believers. And he did. He did it in Paul's lifetime to the point where before he was beheaded by Nero in Rome, most of his church had gone apostate by sealing and searing the heart and just teaching. They kept it Christian, but teaching it in the brain. Teaching Christianity in the brain. And a lot of it was spiritual. They'd even activate the gifts. The gifts mostly died with the apostles. That's what church history teaches. But the ones that kept doing it, they kept it soulishly controlled. Satan's number one tactic to make Christianity irrelevant and non-threatening to hell, get the believer away from the water as soon as possible. And he's been totally freaking successful. Totally successful. But a remnant who's born of water that knows the water as God their father has been birthed in this generation, predestined for ordained to be water creatures and I'm not going to settle for any other type of creature. Not a Nile creature, not an Egyptian creature, not an earthly creature, not a seven mountain creature, a Zion creature of living water and if I'm not in the water, I'm not in God, I'm dead. I'm dead. And so I'll repent quickly, do anything to get back into my Father who's only present on this planet according to the Bible as living water. If anyone is thirsty, come to me and out of their belly will flow rivers of living water. And he said this to everyone in the dry place so they could be reconnected to God. John 7:38, The Feast of Tabernacles. That's when he spoke these words. Which means if you want God to tabernacle in you and around you, you can only do it in the water. And the only ones drinking in the water are the only ones that will ever know about tabernacles for eternity. Because the ones that are carnal and bewitched and seared hearts, that are not into spirit water, their understanding is darkened, and the Bible says in Daniel 12, they will never understand. So the ones not thirsty for water are irrelevant to the kingdom of heaven. Amen. That's your Christian civil war that's been raising, raging since the first century. <laughs> Paul's main enemies were people coming in with different teaching about Jesus. You can believe in Jesus. Just don't get into what Paul's teaching. Don't get into the water. Don't get into what John's teaching. Don't get into the river. Just stay out here in Egypt. We're going to turn Christianity as irrelevant as we turned Judaism into. That's what the demons were saying. Screw tape letters. As long as we keep them dry, we still own the sky. Screw tape letters. And if they own the sky, then everyone is a slave under principalities on the whole prison planet. It's a prison planet. You know how the prison break? Prison break begins in your own heart. Some of you are going to break out of prison tonight by understanding the actual gospel of Jesus Christ for the first time. Even if you were raised in church and been to Pentecostal church for 50 years, you've probably never heard this before. And you're going to hear it and understand it and get radically delivered from the angel of death. <laughs> radically delivered from the river Nile. Radically delivered from Pharaoh. Pharaoh is a Christian that keeps your Christianity in the soul. Jesus Christ is the great deliverer who gets them out of soul through water.
You can't be saved except through water, Jesus Christ said. You can't grow in salvation except through water. What's the knowledge of the glory? The promised land is the glory. Glory stream knows that. Been saying that 20 years. What is it now? What is the promise of the glory, the knowledge of the glory? It's the water. It's understanding how the plumbing of the water comes out of the born-again spirit. And the torch has been handed to us like 10 years ago to continue building in prophetic wisdom. Now entirely, Ezekiel 47, water temple, finishing as a capstone generation. Capstone understanding the wisdom of all the water of God's word and working of his spirit in the liquid redeeming substance that has to be drunk into the human spirit that takes priority over the natural realm. <laughs> your spirit is greater than your soul. What does the Bible say? If our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts. What is God greater than your hearts? Spirit, God Christ in you, the water, greater than the heart. You got to get into the greatness that's greater than your heart. You got to get into the water that flows out of your innermost being and completely transfigures the heart. There is an annihilation. There is a sorrow to the dying of the soul. It will resist it for years. I've never seen anyone just flow. Even the ones that say they are, there's always pride in there. I've never seen it easy because the animal has to die and they think they're already dead and they're not. They think they have revelation. They do sometimes a little, but this just is experience of just the slaughter of the altar of God. And there's just no longer an Adamic nature inside you. There's only going to be glory inside you. You're going to close your eyes and the Shekinah is going to burn out your eye sockets with the light of the living water. Living water is glory. Living water is light. Living water is Jesus on earth. The parousia and the second coming is the coming of the living water. He wants you to completely and totally understand the process because the second coming is coming through the bride. It's coming through your spirit. You manifest the second coming because you manifest out of your belly living water. Why do we still have natural government, deep state, satanic, death cult, Illuminati, uh, people with relationships to fallen angels running our world governments? Only one reason because the covenant people don't bring the government of living water. That's it. It's not them. Of course you can have dumb people that are covenanting with fallen angels. You always had that. Because that's the natural, easy thing to do. It's natural, it's easy. Half of them be forgiven like Simon the Sorcerer and just come into the water once we mature and bring enough for them to drink it. You look at Simon the Sorcerer. God loves sorcerers. He just saves them. He just gives them a drink. There's correction, there's rebuke. You're stern, you're strict. Paul had to bring a dark cloud. I like that dark cloud in Acts. There was a warlock on Malta that was influencing the government against Paul's message. You enemy of everything that's right, a mist is going to come on you and blind you for a time. And he went out. Ah! And a dark cloud materialized over the warlock. I love it. You think the warlock would have the dark cloud because of people's belief systems in our day. Think Harry Potter is, is better than Narnia. Mm. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. You know, Harry Potter is a freaking loser. Glory. Well, people believe in witchcraft. 
We need to believe how much superior the water is than even witchcraft, and it will look like witchcraft. <laughs> I mean, we don't we don't even know. Moses threw serpents down eating snakes, and that was righteousness. <laughs> Moses practiced snake righteousness. When people got sick, he just held up serpents. You do that today in church, they'll kick you out. Get into old Pentecostal snake handling. <laughs> they will drink deadly poison. Oh, buddy. No Kool-Aid. They already think we're a cult. No Kool-Aid. <laughs> Holy Ghost. It's fun to mess with everyone's paranoia. But you know what? You know what it is? It's the Nile. The Nile has an opinion about everything. But you know the Nile's a liar. You know what the Nile is? Jenny's and Jambres, two serpents. There was actually seven sorcerers there, it wasn't two. But Jannies and Johnnies were the leaders of the knowledge of good and evil. Which is how to keep the heart uncircumcised. What is an uncircumcised Philistine in 2022 New Covenant Christianity? Someone whose heart isn't pierced by their spirit water. So about 99% Christians are uncircumcised right now. So just like Moses, you need a fresh revelation of Christianity for the whole planetary system and circumcise all believers as adults. Yeah! yeah. Woo! And there's no Mir Miriam around here to call us a bloody man. Hallelujah. Annihilated. We have destroyed the principalities we've wrestled with because we've relied on Christ in us in his waters in the above already prepared victorious realm. It's not that we have victory by our own warring. That's not true. It's that we partnered with his river that is the completeness of victory over everything. And once you're in the water, you begin to realize that I can't even add one drop to his victory. And you never will. You just share. You're partakers in his divine nature and co- heirs with Christ. When we start to think I gotta do, it just means you're getting further away from the river. The river already did. The river is the victory, the knowledge of the glory, the waters covering the sea is an understanding of what Jesus, the pioneer of salvation, he pioneered all salvation. The prophetic is the revealing of Jesus Christ's victories in the water. It's got to be water Christianity. Remember, there's no spirit of Elijah, no prophetic, except Elijah, John the Baptist, the voice of the river. There's no prophetic unless it's a witness of the living water. You have dry place, prophets of Jezebel, prophets of Asherah, everywhere in charismatic God TV, Elijah-less Christianity. It's the truth anyhow. They're not drunk, they're not drinkers. Their hearts are uncircumcised. They're uncircumcised prophets, which guarantees, even no matter how much zealous they have for Jesus and souls and all that strange fire crap that they're into to build their ministries, they're not the voice of God. They're not prophetic at all. The water is our prophecy. The river is the only prophetic down here. No one's ever prophesied unless the river flowed out of their heart through circumcision. Don't think that you have some gift on your head you can sovereignly use. You're just immature, which means it's just a soulless, strange fire manifestation of an irrevocable gift. Now you partner your soul through the crucifixion with Christ with the river, it activates. It's activation. And you all have gifts. The, the issue is 
they have to fall down like seed and die unless the seed dies which means unless the soul goes down to the water and drowns to death you'll never be activated which means you'll never in a hundred million years use your gifts for God until you bring your brain and your heart down into the water and let the water have dominion over the gifting the gifting's not used by God automatically far from it it's always used for soulishness they build ministries on gifts they build ministries on words of knowledge they build ministries on miracles how many of those people are still around today they all died the Bible says that when Stephen got up with the glowing face he's saying they all died they all died we need people connected through the gift of the revelation of Jesus Christ to the river. <laughs> there needs to be people to understand how the angel of death destroys a prophetic people that are immature in prophecy. Because we haven't come into the full knowledge of the gospel, the knowledge of the truth. This generation overcomes death because of one thing. So much revelation that your spirit has priority, superiority over the cells of your body, over your DNA. You know, when your water pierces your heart, God's sperm genetics are conquering human fallen angel DNA. How does the river devour Nile? Water devours water. Impure water. Every heart is impure. The greatest deception of all time is that the heart with all the external Christianity is a pure heart. That's the Antichrist. That's the Antichrist. That's, what's, that's Satan who comes in the guise of Christ. Christ is pure water from a throne that's in your spirit. And you bring it up from the well within, the well of salvation. The Good Shepherd shall lead them to the spring of the water of life. Where did he lead them to? To their own belly. He didn't lead them somewhere externally in the realm of the dead through natural streets and roads. It was a revelation of Christ in you. And now you realize the glory because the great shepherd led you. Answers in him. It's good news. You're going to understand in your spirit. You know how you understand? You give up carnal understanding. You don't come in here to just get knowledge for your mind. You go to church for knowledge about Jesus, you might as well just go practice Satanism. Because it's the same thing, it's occult. Soulishness is sorcery. Potent sorcery deceived all nations. You can't even get any worse occult than soulish carnal Christianity using the covenant religion as the highest form of sorcery. Are Christians witches? Find one that's not. That's someone that knows the living water. They're actually rare. Most Christians have the fruits of the flesh, Galatians 5, witchcraft and sorcery written in the word. It's not this rare thing where you have Christians struggling at night, tempted to play Ouija boards. No, it's anyone that's not going into the water and the water ruling the natural part of them is witchcraft and sorcery. So, a lot of you have a lot of witchcraft on you. A lot of people that come to us are full of sorcery, full of dry place Christianity, opinions, arguments, debates, legalism, theology, doctrines, teaching. And then you lead them to the water, watch them weep and gnash their teeth. People from these big charismatic Christian ministries, the biggest ones in the world that you think are respectable and 
should be highly praised. They come to us, wisdom's proven by their children. These are the ones in first year, second year, third year schools of these big ministries, and they're like total raging warlocks. I mean, it's, it's a wake-up call to real kingdom Christianity outside the four walls of Babylonian charismatic Christianity. You know, the greatest enemy of that which is perfect is that which is good. That which is good is Laodicean to that which is perfect. The perfect is the open heavens, the unlimited growth and watering of the eternal spirit. But the good has a cap, which means it's partly you, partly soul. Your feelings, your emotions, your wants, your desires, that selfishness is the true yoke of the charismatic church to the principality Jezebel. And that's what we're wrestling against. That's what we overcome for the revival. There is a remnant still stuck in that. That's why we say, come out of her, my people. Come into a deeper commitment in the water. Go deeper in the water. We want the deep waters. We want the mighty baptism. We want the flood. We will go after the flood with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength until soulish expressions of Christianity are extinguished from the face of the earth. Judgment begins first in the house of God. In order to have a global government, you have to bring this message upon all Christians everywhere. Even the Catholics are coming in to RLM on Facebook and commenting from their Catholic perspective this week. I'm telling you guys, this living water touches all forms of Christianity. It's not just a fringe thing. It's a Noah thing. It's a water thing. It's a sovereign thing. And even if the brain doesn't get it, their spirits are drawn to it. The spirit and the bride say, come and drink. Those who are thirsty, come and drink abundantly of the real gospel that can only be drunk. And come out of the false that can be thunk. Come out of the soulish where your heart stays intact and pierce your hearts. You know, selfishness is having your heart intact. That's the evidence that that person's Christianity is satanic. And it's not rare. It's the most common form. It's the most common form. We need living water disciples and the health of our continent depends on it. And let all the prophets speak of the water. Let all the prophets prophesy of the water and the floods and let the knowledge of the living water be imparted to everyone who speaks in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let the leaders lead people to the crystal sea within them as a mountain of the Holy Spirit that comes like a flood. It's a mountain of living water. It's the person of God. Christ in you is a mountain of living water. This is a mountain of crystal clear living water. His throne is over the waters because his throne is on top of the mountain of the living water because the Holy Ghost is here as a mountain crystal clear and sparkling that can be drunk. You drink the mountain. You drink the mountain and the mountain devours your consciousness, which is the transfiguration of the renewing of your minds. How do you get a rainbow? It takes water. The mind of Christ is the brain that's fully under water and the light of the Father shines through the water of the Word and you have a rainbow ear to ear. The mind of Christ. True kingdom maturity. The overcomers are simply baptized. Baptized in glory. 
baptized in water, fully understanding how the water works. You know, it's like master plumbers, journeyman plumbers. This guy has skills in the invisible plumbing of the living waters of the Holy Spirit, which is the word of God that created creation on what? The waters. Genesis says the heavens were birthed on water. The earth was born on an ocean upon many rivers. Everything was created in all creation upon the foundation of many waters. And this is the throne of all the waters. There's only rebellion because we're not wise enough in the knowledge of the glory, which is the knowledge of the waters when we're wise in the water when we understand the plumbing the master plumbing of god's design and creation you will again take dominion over all the natural through the living waters these waterways are in the heavens there's silver streams connecting every star in the second heavens silver waters the heavens are all connected with silver waters even the blueprint of original design of how your bodies flow in these waters above and these waters below is inside your bones there is an ancient remembrance in you of what it was to rule creation as adam and eve in the living waters like they did for how long eternity for eternity because time started when they came out of the water and were stuck in natural water they were the rulers by supernatural water that's how god created the heavens and the earth upon the waters and they ruled by the living waters but when they came out of the living water and they came out of the glory water they came out of the garden of eden's water systems that were shared with this universe they were stuck on a dry rock and they had to go look for it in ponds otherwise they'd die and shrivel up like raisins I'm telling you, we're going back into divinity of original design, and it's going to come forth sevenfold. That's why when you read the book of Enoch and study the scriptures, it talks about how it's icy and cold in the dominion, in the realms of the fallen angels in the second heavens, the mid heavens, because they closed down the rulership of those water systems. We're going to open them up again. It's your relationship with the Holy Ghost in your hearts that melts the ice of the second heavens and releases the plumbing of original design. There will be a new heavens before there's a new earth. The Bible says the heavens come forth first, then the rain of the living waters, then the bride descends down from the mid heavens as a scroll. What is the scroll of the bride of Christ in the new Jerusalem in Revelation? It is the water of the word raining from the heavenlies and that water will come into everything that has breath and recreate the earth the nations under the scroll of the bride of christ that's the second coming you're participating in it now by learning these things the bible says that when you learn these things you can speed his coming which is accelerate the water accelerate the rain he ain't coming except with rain hosea says behold the lord comes with the rain it's a rain of living water through your spirit because your angel releases it automatically because your spirit the new creature is born of water and if we get the spirit through the heart the heavens and the earth get a brand new start and it begins to rain. That's the manifestation of the sons of God 
who go back into the original waters. They're invisible, but so are you. You're invisible. Your spirit's invisible. That's the image bearing of God. Will it be seen in the realm of the natural? Who freaking cares? If you need to be seen, you're a people pleaser and an antichrist. It's important that you please God by getting into the water. Amen? Finding out so many of these ministries are hiring goofballs to expand their Instagram reach. 20,000 bot followers on Twitter for $1,000 so that you're your internet fame can look like something special. What a bunch of hireling hogwash. We need to get into the water and drown social media. Amen. The water is our promoter. You have one promoter. He is the living water. The God who sits upon the waters. If you're not a water pleaser, just forget about anything you've ever done the rest of your life. Because if you repent, it's all going to get washed away. Anything you've done. Because if the laborer labors in vain, it don't make it into the water. You're laboring in vain. Anything the brain's ever done apart from yielding to the water, unless the water builds the kingdom in the house, it's going to get washed. Forget about the storm. You are the perfect storm. Your water creatures, the new creature, is water. So everything's going to get tested, what? Days of Noah in water. It's not about building on the solid rock. It's like, did you, do you have an aquarium? How proficient are your gills, man? Do you still breathe the air of sin? Do you require the natural realm for areas of your life of unbelief? Water is coming. You better adjust your soul into a different dimension of existence called the kingdom of heaven and learn to use the water for everything because there's no future in the dry place. There's no future in the self-nature. There's nothing anywhere else. It's all delusion, strange fire, and deception. It's all Satan and his angels killing the human race. So prepare your life to live underwater. Take everything with you underwater. Underwater world. Take your business underwater. Take your kids underwater. Take your spouse and your relationships underwater. Let everything get washed in the water of the word. Baptize everything. And then live there. Come into Zion, into the mountain of living water, and be there, says the Lord. Come out of the dry place. Come out of the sand into the eternal dimension already prepared for you by Jesus Christ. How do I enter this living water? The water of the Word. The Word is the cup. What's in it is the water. Every word from a true prophetic person's mouth of anyone who has a circumcised heart. You don't have to be a prophet. You just have to be circumcised of heart. You just have to have your spirit coming through your heart. You just have to be activated in the kingdom realm in your belly. You have to be in the river. Everyone in the river is relevant. Everyone out of the river is irrelevant as irrelevant gets, and it's all sandcastles, it's all garbage. You might as well just burn it, it won't exist in the future. In the coming floods, your whole life will be destroyed if it's in the dry place. I mean, there won't be anything left. The Bible promises I will destroy the intelligence of the intelligent. All their brains will be destroyed. They'll be crawling on the ground, eating grass like Nebuchadnezzar. They'll be drooling out of the side of the mouth. The wrath of the Lamb is horrible for those who love the sinful nature. And Christians 
oftentimes love the soulish nature and they think they're safe because of some Bible belief system in their brain. You're gonna get it the worst. You're getting it the worst. Get into your spirit or you will get it the worst. The worst judgment in the Bible was towards Israel. Not the enemies of Israel, toward the Israel that was not right with God. And that was also carried over into the New Covenant. You're not safe in the New Covenant just because of your grace and love theology. You'll get it the worst. Judgment begins in the house of God. Ask Ananias and Sapphira. Got it terribly. Ask the ones that betrayed Paul constantly. Ask the ones that betrayed John constantly. They have it the worst in hell right now, burning in eternal damnation, in constant torment, having their skin ripped off by demons in jail cells. They're there, in hell, dying the deaths constantly in the full amount of pain as if they had their physical bodies. It's real. Because they fought the apostles when they were down here. And that's everywhere in this wicked generation. It is. What? The only substance that doesn't make us wicked is the water. I know, because I practice wickedness professionally. I had relationships with demons as a mantled warlock of hell, taking orders for demons, acting upon demonic orders under demonic authority as a warlock, a real one. I saw demons, I talked with demons, I was mantled with the black warlock in the invisible dimension. People were scared of the physical black cloud that I could materialize, people would see it. I'd see flesh melt off of human bones smelling like pig rotting as a warlock when I was 18 years old. True story. Not even with anything in the realm of the natural, just demonic powers. And this is real in third world nations. You see stuff like that. You see how the demon and the warlock can kill people with terrible weird ways. It's in America, but it's losing because the living water is taking over. There's a transition from wicked supernatural power and darkness to righteousness, supernatural power in the water. But we got to go deeper in the water to destroy warlocks. There are sorcerers everywhere. You can't throw a pebble outside your house in the USA and not hit a, a witch. Not hit someone practicing some kind of occult altar of demon, manifesting and serving demons, souls, everywhere in Babylon the Great. That's what makes it Babylon the Great, the external serving of demon gods. So we serve the God of the living waters, fully God-inside-minded, and we're at war against them, and it's a love war. It's not a hatred war. It's not a condemnation war. I'm going to save you from your souls. I'm going to save you from yourselves. And everything you think you know that's a deceived lie will be drowned. You're welcome. I'm not asking permission. I don't need permission. God is my permission. When you come with scrolls and paperwork and legal authority from the throne of God, you don't need man's authorization for anything. Nothing. Not even in business. Ooh, IRS can't even touch you. It's real. You supersede every system when you get real in the waters of life that created the earth. The fallen angels wish they could touch you. They can't. You touch them. And if you're fake, you get touched. You get destroyed. So it's a good test for everyone. Satan's coming to see if there's anything in you that belongs to him. And there usually is. And that's why we're sad for a little while until it's just Christ in you and Satan can't do anything and you start hurting him. You start destroying his kingdom, destroying his plans for the earth, destroying all the communism, the globalism, the Muslimism, 
the stupidism, the dumbism, and the animalism, the sorcerer and the dogisms. You just slaughter all of it. You get so into Christ and you see what works on a street level, on a business level, on a practical level, and you catch the flame. You catch the fire of Yahweh. He takes over your heart. He begins discipling you. I'm into this now. I want the water. I want to destroy wrongdoing in my generation. Good. Get trained in the knowledge of the living water. The revelation of Jesus Christ is the knowledge of the living water. Don't even lie to yourself thinking there's revelation somewhere else. That's the tree of knowledge. False revelation. You get become a Christian and you get into like stuff that seems mystical. Tree of knowledge right there. It's not even mystical unless it's the living water. What makes the tree of life the tree of life? Living water. It's not the tree of life unless it's the river of life. You're deceived. If your brain's into some kind of mystical crap, even drunken glory crap, there's drunken glory stupid crap everywhere. I've seen the worst of it. And if it's not in the river, it's not going to be pure, it's not going to be sparkling, it's not going to be crystal. It'll have the appearance of the drunken glory. It'll have the appearance of freedom and fun and the new fringe thing God's doing. And you can be cool. But you can be really cool if you get into the river. It's true. We want you to be cool. We want you to have fun. We want you to be free. But we don't want you deceived in some kind of demonic counterfeit where the heart doesn't get totally pierced by the river and you stay unbaptized. Five years from now, you know, you're a total mess. And everything you believe about God's a lie. You just don't even, are not even a Christian anymore. Like so many of these goofballs that were soulish that never pierced their hearts. And you just sit there and you think, oh, I experienced God. I tried the drunken glory. I was in Red Letter Ministries. Man, you never circumcised your heart. Forget Red Letter Ministries. This is the kingdom of heaven. This is the family of David and the tabernacle of David. All the names are going to dissolve. You're just going to know us by our crowns. You're just going to know us by our thrones. You'll know us by our scepters. You'll know us by our overcomer's gifts. And we'll still be Red Letter Ministries, but we'll have all of those activated things of the overcomers ruling over the nations with the waters of life. And we want you and we welcome you to join us. This is all we've been warring for for 23 years. 23 years ago, I was born in these waters. And God's been training me in the water of life ever since. And it's been awesome. We're going to take so many people into heaven for real. And it's not hard. You just got to get untaught from the garbage of the devil and false Christianity. That's the stuff killing you. You just got to become like little children again in a water park. You got to get your swimsuit and you got to learn to have fun in the water. Amen. And it will purify you from all unrighteousness. It will purify you from any sin, don't matter what it is. Secret, public, I don't, don't matter if you're deceived or you know you're deceived or you're not deceived. Don't even matter what the soul thinks. The animal is irrelevant. The heart's irrelevant. The brain is irrelevant. The condition of the person is irrelevant. Your background and your history and your human experiences don't matter. They're irrelevant. All that matters is the eternal experience of God called the river of life. And you get engrafted into his ancient civilization that supersedes your dumb 2022 hipster BS, man. Yeah. And you go into heaven. You're like, man, this is way cooler anyway. 
Then you can make a TikTok and get really famous. This guy's crazy. This is like the ancient of days. We have never seen this before. And the demon will fight you. No one's going to like you because you're, you're fighting Babylon sorcery and the fallen angels trying to shut you down. Keep going in the water. Water is corrosive. You'll dissolve all the immorality. You'll dissolve all the false popularity based on the flesh. All the stolen waters, all the stolen everything, it will be restored to the kingdom of David. David recovers all in this generation. David represents the apostolic recovering all, recovery, recovering all. We're sending out our rivers to recover all. These are rivers of Michael and Sophia, archangels of wisdom and warfare that are recovering all, but they only work in the water of the maturity of the Christian spirit. In the sun's manifestation of the waters are the angel armies of wisdom and warfare. And they go out, workers are angels at end of the age, and they recover all through the drowning like the days of Noah. How many of y'all know after Noah, Noah recovered all? The whole planet belonged to one guy. There wasn't anyone else here. What about all the Cana? What about the Sumerians? What about all the Sumerian tablets and their laws? They're all dead. You get everything through water. You will inherit the earth through water. Amen. You, you want a Lamborghini? Good, so do I. Get one through water. You want a billion dollar Fortune 500 business? Good, we need businessmen loyal to Zion. Get it through water. Drown the current measure you have, baptize the measure you have, which is being faithful with your current measurement, and then more water means God will give you more. If you're faithful with a little water, he'll make you faithful with more water. You start with your app. Where you at? A lot of people start with a little thimble. I love it a little more. Mm. A thimble of glory. A dabble, do ya? Amen. We're like, what about that person's got a big, huge ocean of water? I just have a little tiny dab. I wish I could have an ocean again. Everyone starts as a dab. Bible says a God sperm seed sperm like a one-celled organism living water amount hello bible so you started as sperm i formed you what is this job is it job 1010 you started out as liquid and they ended as solid not physically supernaturally in your new creature the God sperm seed let's get into that first that'd be good Amplified classic bye bye message hallelujah Job to get the job done <laughs> yeah yeah <clears throat> have you not poured me out like milk and curdled me like cheese Mm -hmm. That's when the sperm becomes an embryo. Or the god sperm becomes your embryonic new creature, but your new creature is also embryonic. And you're just floating around in the living water in there. And if you keep feeding your spirit, eventually it forms. It will take form. It stands up on the inside, and it pierces out of the shell, and the shell is 
your human heart. <laughs> It'll rip off the shell of the heart. It's not gonna kill you, you're actually gonna come alive. You've been dead the whole time. You've been dead since you've been born of flesh. You're born dead. Sorry to bring the bad news, but it's the truth anyhow. Now your spirit, with the God sperm seed in it, gelling and maturing, and the embryo, the baby comes out, but the baby comes out as an angelic being, so it's a different creation. This thing ain't human, man. This is as alien as alien gets. And it is alien. And you will scare the hell out of them. Hell will just start flying away when they start to see Jesus Christ's nature birthed in your new creature and your brain is all about it. You're terrifying to the demons. This is a this is the strongest being in the kingdom of heaven. If you can go through the process and hatch it out your human heart, you're literally a Jesus Christ. I said it because it's true. You're literally an I am that I am. You're not a lesser Yahweh. You're a full birthing, manifesting son of God, Yahweh. Truth anyhow, anyone that says otherwise is a liar. Have I not said you are gods? You're not going to die as men because we're going to get you out of the shell. The butterfly dies if it stays in the cocoon. Which, no matter how much you believe in Jesus, raise your hands, tithe, give to the poor, love your neighbor. If you stay inside that shell, you will die and you won't fulfill an ultimate perfect destiny. Maybe good, maybe acceptable. Have some rewards in heaven. But if you don't break out of the cocoon, which is the human heart, as a spirit being, you will die just like a duck that doesn't get out of the shell. A chicken that stays in the shell dies in the shell. How do Christians die? They stay inside the heart. You gotta break out of the heart. Your spirit begin to pierce through the heart. That's when hell starts attacking you. Go back in, buddy. No, I'm breaking out. The morning star hatches in the heart. Rock off hatch, which means he comes out. And it's me coming out in union with him as a new creature. New creatures are going to rule this world. Creation doesn't long for Jesus' return. Creation longs for the manifestation of the sons of God. Romans 8, it is written. Jesus entrusted us with the restoration of all things and he remains in heaven until we birth sonship and peel our Adamic nature and all of its DNA off of the new creature and its God sperm genetics. Truth anyhow. So praise Yahweh. Which one? Oh, a wise woman is to be praised, but how dare we praise a brother in Christ who's more mature than a wise woman? You know, that's how people are. I know you're into man worship. No, there's, there's nothing human about this. We only worship Jesus. Jesus is only inside the human spirit, the Bible says. You're not worshiping Jesus. You're worshiping Jezebel because you're bewitched. That's what's wrong with them. They worship Satan. With all their zeal and theology, they worship the devil. They don't want to, they won't mean to, they'll never agree with it. But if you're God outside minded, that's the only Jesus you're worshiping. They all raise their hands to the fallen angels. Put your hand on your belly for the first time. Some of you worship Jesus in your spirit, Christ in you. Bible says it's Christ in you. Greater is the one who's in you than the one in the world. Why are you raising your hands to the world? What are you worshiping in the world? Raise your hands to the greater one in you. You're the temple of Yahweh, the new covenant temple. You need to know him in the holy place. His throne is in your belly. And when you get into it, you'll begin to crush the external stuff, which is the joining of Joel's army. You only join this army 
when you recognize how to even have a sword, a sword of a spirit. If you're soulish, you don't have a sword. You're in Babylonian captivity. If you're in captivity, your armor's taken, your sword's taken, your helmet's taken, your boots are taken, you don't have anything. Only if you're in your spirit do you have armor and weaponry. The heart's not given armor. The spirit, the sword of the spirit. Put on the armor of the Holy Spirit. Out of your belly flows what? The Holy Spirit. John 7:38 tells you where the Holy Spirit is, how to put the Holy Spirit on as armor from out of your belly flowing rivers. Which means no water, no armor, no water, no word, no water, no sword. No water, no boots, no water, no flow. You're not even moving in the kingdom. You're doing your own thing in the dry place. You gotta get into the Spirit. Those led by the Spirit are the children of God. Everyone else is just soulish, false Christianity. And it needs to be a dividing line. You have to expose this stuff because it deceives the whole world. Babylon deceived the whole world by potent sorcery. Sorcery is teaching, being taught wrong so that you're okay with some kind of junk that you think is spiritual. And it fuels your emotions. We don't want to fuel your emotions. We want to kill them in water for your spirit to come up. We want the fruits of the spirit. You don't get fruits of the spirit without the annihilation of your emotions, which is the flesh of your heart. This is where you get people offended. Listen, there's a place where you're no longer offended because your heart doesn't lead your life anymore. If your heart led, you're led by the devil. Amen. If you're river-led, then you've sacrificed your heart and you can't be shaken by anything externally. We need real disciples of the river who've paid in blood covenant with their heart and the blood in their brain covering the doorposts of their forehead. So the thoughts and the intentions of their heart are what? All the time. River. I'm serving Jesus Christ in the river. Revelation 22. No more fake Christianity. In Jesus' name. Partner with this ministry. Fuel real Christianity. Don't put a billion dollars into soulish horror Babylon on Sunday morning abomination. When you start to fuel David and his mighty men outside the four walls, bringing the river, bringing the water, going down to the river, getting the five smooth stones, taking off principalities' heads like we've been doing, like we've been teaching, you begin to manifest the true government of God that should be the government of all the nations, the tabernacle of David. There will be a liberation once there is a fueling and a financing from businessmen loyal to Zion and unloyal to Babylon. Right now, most born-again Holy Ghost Christians are loyal to Babylon, even if they don't want to be. I'm telling you now, partnership with Red Letter Ministries is loyalty to Zion. Go all the way with us. This is like the days when David and his mighty men were living in caves. And people would come around and they'd have to secretly support them lest they be killed or imprisoned by Saul and his armies. Because what they were doing was illegal. Outside the temple system. Outside the church system. False Christianity. Cult, cult, cult. They call them every name in the book. But they were anointed. 
When you start fueling David and his mighty men, you start fueling Red Letter Ministries, you will see change in the earth in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father and angel armies and rivers of living water, speak to every heart and mind and bring a partnership of everyone's marketplace into Red Letter Ministries for the advancement of the kingdom of heaven and the government of God in Jesus' name. Amen! So be it. Glory to God. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cedric, can we get something Jewish a little bit? Something... <laughs> I think we're going to need the drums too. Is that okay? Shando brande ke sombande andete se amande yemande ro shande ke yame. Oh, there's an oily anointing in the glory of the Lord. There's an oil that's flowing in this place. Hey, hey, oh, there's an oily anointing in the presence of the Lord. There's an oil that's flowing in this place. Let's sing that together. Oh, there's an oily anointing in the presence of the Lord. There's an oil that's flowing in this place. An oily anointing in the presence of the Lord. There's an oil that's flowing in this place. Let me put some. Come on, declare it. Say, there's an oily anointing in the presence of the Lord. There's an oil that's flowing in this place. There's an oily anointing in the presence of the Lord. There's an oil that's flowing in this place. I see it. It's the oil of healing. It's the oil of joy. It's the oil of breakthrough that's flowing in this place. It's the oil of healing. It's the oil of joy. It's the oil of breakthrough that's flowing in this place. Come on, declare it. Oh, there's an oily anointing in the presence.
It's an oil of healing. Oh, it's an oil of joy. Oh, it's an oil of breakthrough that's flowing in this place. It's an oil of healing. It's an oil of joy. It's the oil of breakthrough that's flowing in this place. Come on, get out of your seats and rejoice. There's an oily anointing in the presence of the Lord. There's an oil that's flowing in this place. So slip and slide. There's an oily anointing in the presence of the Lord. There's an oil that's flowing in this place. So come abide in the oil of healing. It's the oil of joy. <laughs> it's the oil of breakthrough that's flowing in this place. The oil of healing. It's the oil of joy. It's the oil of breakthrough flowing in this place. Slip and slide, slip and slide, slip and slide into the glory. There's an oil that's flowing in this place. It's not a hard thing. Just slip and slide, slip and slide, slip and slide into the glory. There's an oil that's flowing in this place. The ease of the glory. Slip and slide, slip and slide. Slip and slide into the glory. There's an oil that's flowing in this place. Just lift your hands for it's an oil of healing. It's the oil of joy. <laughs> it's the oil of breakthrough that's flowing in this place. It's the oil of There's an oily anointing in the presence of the Lord. There's an oil that's flowing in this place. Oh, there's an oily anointing in the presence of the Lord. There's an oil that's flowing in this place. There's 
there's an oily anointing in the presence of the Lord. There's an oil that's flowing in this place. You have been anointed with fresh oil. Your cup is running over now. You're being strengthened for where you're going. Your eyes are open for what he's showing. New things on the horizon, new blessings of glory. You've been equipped by the Spirit to go. Go, go, go. 